the Echo Sport Podcast in association with O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. Kitchens, wardrobes, stores and floors we supply to your design. Visit osbgroup.ie or in branch at Holly Hill and Toker. Hi, I'm Eamon Murphy and welcome to the Echo Sport Podcast in association with our friends from O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. I'm joined today by Dennis Hurley and Barry Amani. We're going to look back on the football action over the weekend and we have a big preview coming up of the County Hurling Finals and a refixed County Semi-Final. We'll start off with Castlehaven Bars, Barry. We got one cracker of a game over the weekend, the exact game we expected. Uh, the Haven were very worthy winners in the end, I thought, though. Yeah, well, yeah it, was a, it was a very enjoyable game of football. Um... Was Castlehaven were well motivated. Um, you know, they started very well with a, with a goal after 12 seconds from Jack Harlan after um, being set up by his older uh, brother Connor. It was, a, it was a very good team performance from Castlehaven. Um, I suppose they would have been a little bit disappointed of only being uh, two points up at, at half time. I suppose uh, the penalty just, just in the stroke of the half time whistle um, kind of kept uh, the bars in it. Uh, but a really, really good team performance. Great, great um, football, isn't it? Great football. Like I, I know the two hurlies, um between Brian and Mike, they kicked twelve points, but like the ball into them was was really good. Like and um, like they w- the two hurlies that they were on fire. Like they did <laughs> on fire. Michael was just unstoppable uh, in the first half. Only five points in play in the first half. And incredible stuff. Especially for for Brian after the the injury problems um, he's faced this year. Uh, really good team performance, and like like. You know, especially after losing to the the, the Bowers, I suppose over the last two years, um, there, there was real hunger. You know, you could see that in the warm up before the game, and uh, and like you know, I spoke to the the James McCarthy, the manager after the game down the tunnel, and he he was drained, like he, he couldn't even stand. Like he was they left it all out there. <laughs> that's left, for sure. Yeah, he was ki- he was kicking every wall in the sideline, and the celebration was after the game from James. You know, said it all really. It was a huge win, and. Uh, they're, they're back in a county final, no hoping to, to hoping to, to win the Andy Scanlon for the first time in, in 10 years. And Dennis, for the Bears, it, it, it's disappointing in that we mentioned it on the podcast last week. Everywhere you looked, the Bears were the tip for the county title. They, you know, they won the league. They're very impressive in the league. They had a huge squad, great depth. We saw that at the weekend because their second team got the Premier Junior final, knocking out Earn, which is, a, which is a very good achievement for a second team to do that. But they were pretty flat all the way through this game. Maybe the break, having topped their group and got got number one seed, had a factor. It must, it must have been a factor, yeah. And Castlehaven would have been delighted to have all the focus beyond the bars, and they were just coming in and able to just have a right cut at it. Um, you know, the early goal obviously was great for the Haven and, and knocked the bars back a bit. But we had seen on Saturday evening with the senior race semi final, Knocknagree got an early goal against Donnie, so it had the layoff. And Donnie's were able to regroup and reset. And you were kind of expecting the same from the Bears, but surprising that they never even got level at any stage in the Amazing. game. You know, the, you think the penalty would give them a bit of a boost to, to kind of ease into the lead and maybe maybe get back level. And then you'd have a, you know, a right good back to in the second half. But fairness to the Haven, it was really good all-round performance. Oh, their big players play well, didn't they? That's it, yeah. Like, they did well with the matchups. Like Barry said, the hurlies were on fire, but... Everyone else was able to to contribute as well, um, and you know they were probably being looked at as the t- third team behind the t- the city duo after the last couple of years, and they'll be delighted with with the way they responded. But it's the Castlehaven way, you know, being written off and just silencing 
silencing the, the the critics again. And were the bars maybe a small bit unsettled, lads, in that, you know, there obviously is great depth to that panel, given that their second team have, have done superbly all season. But, you know, they've chopped and changed. Sherlock missed a few games with injury. He was very good now again. Yes, they got four points in play. But I, I wonder to me that, you know, they made two switches at half time. They have a lot of players, but, you know, I don't know, they just didn't seem to get yeah. into any groove or rhythm. It was strange for a team who'd done so well in the group stage. They just, yeah, like they breezed through the, the group stages. They just never got going on Sunday. Um, so it was just one of those days. And like Heaton Toomey played well, for example, we'll say kicked 1 2. And, you know. Yeah, like Stephen Stephen Sherlock got, got 1 7, uh, 3 frees and, uh, yeah. three and, a, and a penalty. But, like, Besides uh, Sharlock, there was only two other scores. Like you know, even two got one two, and, and Brian Hayes got two points. Like and uh, John Wiggins to Barrett was lively off the bench. Uh, already thought for a young fellow, wasn't he? He's only turning eighteen. This yeah, year. he he came on and, and made a bit of a difference. But yeah, just a the, the other players just overall there was no big float. At all just didn't didn't perform. Um, like Ian Ian McGuire w- w- was was quite enough, and um, you know, they just they just just never got going. Um, but as a doctor, before you have to give credit to Castlehaven. They were well up for it. Um, as I just mentioned, they were really well motivated and generally won by, by two points uh, one sixteen to 2-11 could like have been more obviously it, it doesn't matter if they're it, true it, so like Ethan Toomey got a, got a, got a goal in, in injury time um, but no Castlehaven you know, was strong in the, in the closing stages and, and Dennis Nemo yeah. did what they do all the time which is pretty much every year win semi-finals when they get them rarely beaten them that was it stage. when we spoke to Paul O'Donovan afterwards the Nemo manager Basically, the, the first question was uh, the same first question that's been kind of all through the, the campaign. Happy with the result, with room for improvement in yeah. the performance. And he said, absolutely. They had maybe two or three other goal chances that they, they could have got. They would have put them in even more command. But the first half was very low scoring and it was it was only 6-3 at half time. Nemo had gone up 4-1 and then they had to come back to 4-3. But... There was never a sense that Nemo's grip on the game was was going to be loosened to any great degree, um, and they just started the second half very well. Luke Conley got the goal, and you know they moved eight points up, and then Duhallo had to battle. They got three points in a row back to five. Nemo get a goal again up to eight. Nemo would be disappointed that they let in the goal straight away after that, and that it was back to five again. But time was running out, and, and as you said, it never looked like Duhallo were winning this game at any stage. Like, no, no, really Nemo like. just said that kind of. Was that confidence and belief that that, that comes from from winning so much so over the years? Panic at any and, stage, and yeah, they never panicked, and their defence was really good. You Kevin Fodignati, Brian Murphy, Kieran Histon, they were all, oh yeah, absolutely. And Stephen Cronin was great carrying the ball forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Made a couple of good assists and one one very important um, interception as well in the second half. And uh, yeah, like from that point of view, the final will be really fascinating because. Who Nemo put on the various Castlehaven attackers and how those individual yeah, they, they have go. they have good man markers there. You just mentioned some yeah, guys who are yeah. well capable of shutting so down a pair of county final. It it'll be uh, it'll be intriguing to to see kind of the, the approach taken um, from that point of view. And Barry Luke Connolly obviously came up with the two goals. He's had a relatively quiet season. I know he was away, you know, over at the World Cup. His sister Megan was playing for Ireland, so. Naturally enough, he, he was entitled to head away over and support her. And so he kind of has been slow burning coming into this season, but he got two goals. But he was kind of, he was anywhere and everywhere. I know he did, he, you know, made a few mistakes, but still got himself two goals. I thought Conor Horgan was pretty good too. He always, he's a less higher profile player. Yeah, Conor Horgan worked really worked hard, hard and he was involved in build up play. Got a couple got a goal of scores, got a goal, a bit fortuitous, but we'll say he earned his luck that way. Luke, it's always been the way with him. He's willing to take things on that other guys mightn't be. 
he gets um, his reward out of that, doesn't he? Yeah, then, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because like he was quite enough, like you know, before before the, the game on Sunday, like and uh, he was doing a big performance, and yeah, I thought you know, he, 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 right. he certainly delivered with with, with two three. Yeah. And and he just there, I suppose he's a go to player as well, isn't he? And it'll be the same in the county final. Like he could miss the first three or four shots he gets in the county final or spill a couple of balls get caught for a turnover from Damien Callahan bombs up the pitch never seems to bother him no absolutely uh, his and temperament is impressive that way you know it's a great attitude to have yeah that you, you know your that your belief isn't knocked by, by a couple of setbacks and he's been he's always been that way even back to when he won the, the Carnivore with, uh, with, with with Chris 3 uh, back in back in 2011 he did his thing yeah so you know it, it, it's just it, it's it's great, great for a guy, you know, to, to have that. To and obviously, we look, we'll preview the final in a couple of weeks, but there are shades of last year in that, the, you know, the talk is about the Haven now, having come through the thrilling semi-final, exact same as the Bears did 12 months ago. Great semi-final, very entertaining. You know, they were the farm team, looked like the team that would get their hands on the Andy Scandal Cup. Nemo haven't done a whole lot this year, but Nemo saved their best for last last year. One of their yeah. great county final performances. They were absolutely outstanding on the day. Blew the bars out of it. I suppose the Haven this time compared to bars last year, maybe a bit forewarned. Mm. Yeah, like Nemo would be loving this now, like won't they? Like they all will the, definitely. All, yeah. the, all the headlines will be on Cast Haven, especially after the uh, you know huge win over over the championship favourites in Findhouse, and you know, um, but like you know from Cast Haven point of view, they, you know they hope that history won't beat itself because you know they beat the Bears in, in 2020 season on penalties and you know they, they, they went down and, and lost to Nemo in the final which was look, wasn't played until the following year due to, to COVID but um, no I, I think yeah, as you just said there I, mean, I think Castlehaven will be forewarned and they'll be no um, excuse now to go in anyway yeah, and there's a lot of experience and they haven't won for 10 years I suppose yeah, either, so it's a bit different there'll be a lot of hunger there and there's a lot of experience there as well in there, like, and nice blend yeah, especially with James McCarthy in the line as well he's been around the block so he knows the story and is it worth mentioning too that the Bears had the bye and this is the fourth year of this format and only one team with a bye in the Premier Senior has reached the final um, Paul O'Donovan of Nemo was, was saying maybe that the best third place team could be given a quarter final spot to play you know, to, to, to make it four quarterfinals, which would get rid of the boy, which, you know, is an idea that might be worth looking at because it's it's looking like it's not that much of an advantage. Like across the top three grades, there was only one automatic semifinalist got to got to the final and that was Donnie's in, in intermediate A and Premier Junior it was four out of four, but even still that's only five out of nine overall. And I did a piece last week looking at the previous three years. And there's only about a 50% success rate. So that's not a huge reward there. Like. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think the teams that, that get there, even the ones that win, like Donnie's on Saturday, there's 10 or 15 minutes where you have to kind of warm up and get up to the level against the team that have come through a quarter final. So it, it's something, something that might need a bit of tweaking. Yeah, and I suppose there's not a whole lot of challenge matches you can play in these because the, the window is so small. You might play maybe someone else who's got a boy or something from a That's lower, it, lower grade. The window is so small grade, and the pool of opponents is dwindling too. Yeah. Limited, yeah. Like, yeah, look, we saw whatever Burrug on, on Friday night in the Intermediate Football Championship. Like, you know, they got a point to the semi-final and, you know, they were playing Drum Tower for one back of a four-point win over Boha Breen in the and, and it, you know, it took our Burrug uh, quite some time to, you know, kind of get into the... Game powered and on in the yeah end and course, they powered on in the end yeah and uh, you know they won comfortably in the end yeah by a point and speaking of Ahabolog Nusestown flying the old jewel flag into yeah. the finals in two grades it's unbelievable going lads that's great going yeah um, small pick in both clubs like yeah uh, they've you know and they, they've been in finals in the previous years as well like it, it's a real real impressive level of consistency from them um, 
you know, it's looking a for extra trophies to go with it. No problem. Well, yeah, that's it. Like it's a bit of a headache in terms of trying to trying to manage things now, preparing for the two finals. But it's the kind of headache you want in the middle of October, like. And Nooses Town were, were, were impressive on Saturday evening, weren't they? I was watching the Rebels online stream of it. I thought it was a good, yeah. solid performance all around from them. It was like they, they beat Newmarket 12 points to 10 in the, in the senior way football semi final on Saturday. And um, like, I suppose, like, you know, Newmarket, New um, like they, they led 7 7 5 at half time. Um, but like Newmarket, um, I suppose, yeah, I suppose they, 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 they probably. Marjorie, the better team in the first half, but like Nooses down similar to our and Friday, took him a while to, um, you know, sort of set, settle into the game. And like, you know, even with, with, with six minutes gone in the second half, Newmarket was still up, they were actually up three points, eight points to five. But like, you know, that is that winning momentum, like, you know, from the hurling, you know, you can't beat that winning and habit. More may, do Nooses don't have a maybe slightly more experienced squad there than someone like Newmarket? Was they possibly. do, and I, I suppose yeah. they, they finished well and they won 12 points to 10. They were bring on Cora Keane, I thought, they um, were half time, very yeah, experienced. made a difference to Cora Keane. Seamus O'Sullivan uh, came off the bench and kicked two points, but like David Buckley was outstanding. Um, he, he landed uh, five points, two frees, and like the, the, the five points were top quality like it's good to see him going well Barry isn't it because he was very promising on Cork under 20 and he's had a few injuries in the last few seasons so still young he's still young yeah Um, and you know he's been very consistent for Newstone over the last couple of years despite his young age but like you know Newstone is just it's just incredible like you know you think you know him down the home stretch you know that Newmarket would, would win the game Um, but again look you know um, they had a four week gap you know they got a fight into the semi-final and, and uh, you think they'd be fresh with the Nooses Town but no it wasn't to be and, um, that's maybe where they're playing the hurling matches to the Nooses Town too and yeah, they're, they're yeah. ticking along I know Newmarket would have their own bit of hurling up in Duhallow but has to be po- possibly fact, makes yeah. it, it makes a difference and Dohanies were I suppose most people's fancy to win the county as yeah. the group stages were progressing because they, they were the farm team and they that farm held up they, they finished very well against yeah, yeah. Uh, N- Kicked kick 119 um, you know, like uh, they did concede the, the early goal, very well worked goal. To be fair, to Nocknagree, Owen, Owen McSweeney kind of had the ball in a position where you might expect him to take a long range shot because that's one of his um, that's one of his strengths. But he picked out Anthony O'Connor perfectly, great catch and finish, and you know, kind of start Nocknagree would have been looking for. Um, and Donny Donny's just took a while. They were kind of their passes were being cut out. Um, you know, by the by the sweeper. Um. But then they, they began to work it a bit better, got the ball to Fionn Hurley and he was just on fire. He had eight points. He had eight points from play and then Keith White as well, you know, was very important in that he he got a few points and he was just making movement to create space for Fionn Hurley. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Involved in that build up. Um Mark Buckley finished with one two on what was probably a quiet evening for him. So he'll he'll have room for improvement in the final as well. And you know, their their well said own labbers came on as a sub after missing a lot of the championship. He's their captain, like so their their squad is actually building as the season has gone on. And it's a repeat of the group game, isn't it? They yeah, nine nine eight that was in, in Rossmore, um, on a kind of a windy day, um, in in late July, early August. Um, you know, you'd expect a higher scoring match in, in Parky Creeve. Um, but, but it is next month and it is in all, yeah, you know, the weather could be a factor too, there and, things, and it? it's a local derby yeah, and there's a, a place game. and Premier Senior at stake so a lot of a lot of things can kind of bring a bit more tension into the equation we'll hope for a shootout but we'll see and going out to Premier Intermediate Barry we've uh, Kilnamatra finally got over the semi-final hump yeah uh, it's fallen short a few times lost to the winners as you pointed out in the last couple, couple of years they've been unlucky they've, but but 
they got there. Five players on the, the sideline in the end, 12 versus 13 with all the red cards and black cards, but yeah, they're they, there. Yeah, I suppose, look, they, they, they finished uh, very well to, to beat um, Castletown Bear, you know, in the, in the semi-final in, in Bantry on, um, on, 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 on Sunday. Um, Dan O'Donin uh, w- w- played very well f- for them. They're Cork um, senior, you'd expect that. He, he, he'd missed a lot of the year for Cork this year with injury and he, things, he, so he's he probably... Right, coming right now at at at, at the right time. Yeah, he, he kicked one four for him. Um, like in the first group game, they they beat ahead by by three points, and like Dano, you know, came off the bench um, at the start of the second half, made a big difference, and you know, I suppose got killed a match over the line really, you know, in that game, and you know, it's a huge uh, monkey off the back really for for John Evans, so you know to get over that semi-final hurdle um, and they've done it the hard way haven't they to beat Ivy Leary in a derby and now you know Castleton Bear a good Castleton Bear team who got the seeding yeah like, like they've had a lot of tough games like they drew with Kilshanig in, in the group stage game and you know they've had a lot of tough games and you know they'll be lighter with where they're at um, so they're, they're in, a, in, a, in a county final hoping to, to go up into the the, the senior ranks and like you know for Castleton Bear I suppose a special mention for Castleton Bear you know they've had a great season um, getting to the semi-final and you know, a lot of few young players through Finton Fenner and a few yeah, other like too, so. a step too far for them really this year. But you know they they'll be back. You know certainly, and uh, you know they've a, they've a really good management team with Morgan O'Sullivan, Charles Allen O'Regan, Pat O'Healy, and so on. Die so hard from from, um, from down that direction, uh, in fairness. Yeah, so uh, but you know, um, Ty Cockery though he 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 got a straight red card, um, so he he could miss the the, the final. GCB huge loss for um, Kilimanjaro against Bantry. Wouldn't yeah, he? and if he if he was to miss that game, you know it would be a huge blow for for Kilimanjaro. And um, you know the other semi-finals was Bantry just did enough really to get get over the line. Rory Dean was available and got the goal. Yeah, the after being out for in injured for the last few rounds. The beat Kilshanig by a point, one twelve to one eleven. Rory uh, Rory Dean, you know, kicked one three, um, but Kilshanig were hampered by by injuries. This was the the spoiler team w- w- was was um was absent like and uh, and that came back to you know to, to cost them. But you know they very nearly kind of snatched it towards the end. They had a very good goal chance, but they were unable to convert in injury time. But uh, you know, Bantry, you know, they lost the, the final last year to uh, to Kentuck, and uh, you know they're back there again. So they'll be hoping to. They'll have that experience of playing Parky Field last year. Dennis will probably stand to them, will it? it yeah, it sh- it should do. Yeah, and you know it'll be interesting to see. You know, Kilmartha having battled so hard to get to the final, like whether they'll they'll have a bit of freedom about them because they're in the final, or whether you know the the pressure of getting to the final yeah. becomes a factor. For both sides, like because nobody no one wants to lose two finals in a row either, so uh, and especially like there's a, a prize of senior A football there, like so it, it's um, yeah, it, it's it's hard to call a winner from that one really. Um, you know, the Ty Corkery red card could be a factor yeah, there because I mean, he, yeah. he was a former Cork player, like was in the Cork panel before. Yeah, that'll be an interesting one to see because semi final red cards have a habit of being overturned. We'll say so. Obviously, Kilimanjaro will will have to put a case together if, if they are to appeal it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if he, if he was missing, that would be huge. Rory Dean, you'd imagine, is still probably not at, at full fitness, but there's a couple of weeks for him to work towards that. Yeah. Um, you know, because he he is such talent, such an important figure for them. And like Barry said, Kilchanig, like Rory had or Bantry had Rory Dean. Kilchanig didn't have Killian O'Hanlon, and then last day in O'Hanlon, like so. No, massive. Yeah. It, it, those things do do make a, a huge difference. Yeah. And I suppose. It, it, the thing for Kilchanig is both Killian and Ian have had their injury problems over the last few years, so they had they've you know if they've had them fully fit for the last few seasons, yeah. I mean they've, they've possibly <laughs> be up there already. It's and like for Killian to go off after eight minutes, you know, uh, uh, on Saturday, you know, it was a huge blow for it's for very tough for, for for any player to go off, but definitely when it's your 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 Cork player going yeah, off at, yeah. at that level, and down an intermediate, day, 
Cork players were back to because we have Mark Keane returning from Oz from, yeah. Mit- from Mitchellstown and Kahlamani firing over a few big scores he's had a lot of injury problems as yeah, well, uh, Mitchellstown they got over the line and, and sat in a semi-final against uh, Adrigal 14 points to 12 uh, after extra time and um, you know it was it was a very good game by all accounts uh, Kahlamani uh, finished up with 5 points uh, Sean Walsh um, was influential with, with three points in play, and uh, obviously you know Markeen home from uh, home for the winter. You know um, AFL player. You know I think he he had a great game um, from talking to a few people over the weekend. His athleticism um, and power and fitness would be huge there at that level. Uh, yeah, so you know like Mitch Town. You know they were very disappointed. Um, you know to lose the the, the semi final uh, last year. They were well beaten in in, in the semi final by by Kilshanig. So it was important for them, similar to the Kilometre, you know, to get over that semi-final hurdle. Uh, but again, you know, similar to Castro Bayo, special mention for Adrigo. Um, very like good season. You know, very good season for them. And they have a young team, you know. They have a very young team, you know, the likes of, um, you know, Sean O'Shea, uh, you know, James Harrington. Um, you know, David Hampton is, is, is an experienced player. You know, he led the line very well at the weekend. So, you know, they have a young team. David's uh, been excellent for a long, long time for, <laughs> yeah. for Vera and for, for Adrigo. Um, so, no, Adrigal, you know, they're definitely on the right forward and, you know, they will be back again next year. But, you know, it's a Mitchellstown, uh, a Harbourg 2023 final. So it sounds like a good one. And the, the final is between the teams beaten in the last uh, three finals because Mitchellstown lost in 20 and 21 and Harbourg lost last year. So someone's about Someone to Someone will get redemption. Someone will be suffering. Yeah, exactly. And the the other team from Beira, Oren, they fell short. I was surprised there. I thought they'd get the better of in the Premier Junior. They lost to the Bears in their semi-final. It was uh, just just simply because it was the first team against the second team. I was kind yeah, of I, I, I was surprised they lost by by two points. Um, it shows the depth that's in the Bears. You know, I, 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 I yeah, I suppose, but I, 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 I they'll be disappointed. They will be disappointed. Yeah, I thought Owen would, would would get over the line, you know, in, in that one, but they didn't. And and you know, fair play to the Bears. Uh, did it enough to you know to ego to you know. The win and um, you know they they'll play uh, Kilmory in the in, in in the final. I suppose you know Kilmory. Um, Kilmory will definitely be favourites. I suppose when they haven't won the Junior A last year. Yeah, like they got the better of of, of Cove on Friday night in Parky Ring uh, by two points, twelve points to one seven, and it was a repeat of of last year's County Junior A football final, which Kilmory won. So, um, you know Kilmory, uh, yeah, they will be they will be hot favourites to to win back to back County titles and you know draw in. Um, is home for for Australia. Uh, is home from Australia, and he played very well at the weekend. Uh, you know, in that win over over. So Coulson. all guns blazing, you know, to get back into the Munster Arena for the second year row for Kilmory, which would be great for them to yeah, land yeah. But the Bears, I suppose, you know, this is their county final. They're in. We thought they might be in two of them. They're in one of them. So that's it. So yeah, and you know, they um, they're there on merit. You, you can't argue with it. They got a semi final spot and beat beat an Oran team that had been kind of building nicely. Um. I suppose they would. They won a minor county final there a couple of seasons ago. Like you know, the team of William Buckley and Ben yeah. O'Connor. But they were in the minor county final this year, so they produce a lot of good players in the, in Toker. So it's probably no surprise that their second yeah. team is very competitive. Th- that's it. And going further down the ranks, just before we pick our players of the week and teams of the week, relegation was still knocking around this week. There was a couple of games held over. Carrigaline played Mallow and Ballinor played Glenville. Yeah, uh, Mallow beat Carrigaline in the in the Premier Senior relegation playoff, three uh, nine to one ten. Uh, Sean McDonald uh, got one three. Sean Hayes got one one, and Jack Dillon got a goal. So, a uh, big win for for, for Mallow. And I suppose you know they were tough one for Carrigley. They were they <laughs> were they two goals up in the first game, which went to a draw, and then yeah, the exactly. And they, they they were up, they were up in the first half, yeah, and then they, they led by four even in the closing stages of the first game. 
going on overall form, you'd probably been tipping Mello because they were so close to reaching the, the mm. knockout stages. And of course, we're qualifying and last year. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas Carrigaline had lost all their games. Obviously, a tough one for Carrigaline to take. But there's nothing to stop them competing in, in senior A. Yeah. Possibly a reboot in senior A might be better for Carrigaline. I know last year we were, they, you know, they were in a group with Aero and, and you know, and Balancholic and Nemo are saying maybe could they slip past the two mid Cork teams and get out of that group behind maybe, Nemo? Maybe, yeah. Like, you know, they were competitive in all their matches. Like that senior A group is a competition they could win. Yeah. Not that it'd be easy, of course. But you, know, but, but you know, but I am smaller surprised by, by the relegation. You know, they did a very good league campaign. And I know, look, league and championship are two totally different ball games. But um, you know, just I just thought they had, they had a, a good enough team to to maybe you know try and you know finish maybe second in their group. But you know wasn't to be and you know especially when you know Kevin O'Sullivan was in his coach form until a match of manager but look it wasn't to be and there's no and easy uh, matches uh, you know, there's the four games there's, there's not and there's 12 teams and someone yeah, has to be relegated but like you know they, they can take heart like from you know Newcastle you know they got relegated last year they yeah, lost Taylor and, yeah. and they're one away one game away from, from you know going straight back up so and in the other relegation um uh, playoff game at the weekend in the Intermediate A Football Championship uh, Ballinor beat, beat Denville down in Riverstone 115 to 112 and you know, it was a, it was a tight enough game, but um, Robert, Robert Crox uh, won, won two proof crucial, you know, in that game for, for the Midcock team, and um, uh, Neil Arden uh, landed five frees as well for the winner. So, a big win for Balnor. Uh, difficult season for them, you know, they got relegated, you know, in the league and. Ended up in the relegation playoff, but you know, uh, they'll be hoping out to, to kick they'll on. They'll reboot a bit, and they're still competing in junior A hurling in mid Cork as well. Barry Marine saying that they're going for the title there. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. yeah, they're playing Gypsy in the in the, in the mid half ah, yeah, final so this Sunday. There's still a yeah. bit, bit, bit of road left to run in, 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 in their season because of that. Uh, what about players of the week, lads? Ordinarily, I'd be putting forward Fionn Hurley for his eight points from play, but I, I think Michael Hurley, you know, doing it in the Premier Senior semi final, you probably have to give him the edge there. Yeah, he was especially yeah. that first half. That like you know, a player as good as Sam Ryan was under pressure against. Yeah, him. Right. I think Barry. I I'm going for a joint award. Yeah, ah, that's <laughs> cheating though. I got a joint award. Uh, um, the two Hurleys, yeah, uh, Michael and Brian. So they were so uh, and, and you know, as I just said at, at the start of the podcast, like especially after Brian's uh, injury uh, problems, like Michael uh, kicked seven points, one was a mark, and and Brian got um five points, one free and one mark. So they they played very well and. Yeah, especially after injury problems. Yeah. Definitely can't argue with that. And I suppose a shout out for Tyke Toomey. We've mentioned him a bit over the last few weeks. He's <laughs> yeah, been going, yeah. going well in both codes for Newcastle, but he got three points in play in his 150th championship appearance. I saw on Newcastle's Twitter there the other day. Yeah. yeah since yeah. he made his debut in 2001 so with the f- their footballer. So he's gone for 22 seasons. Yeah. I think, think Newcastle said he made his debut in 2001 in the, the yeah. football, 2003 in the hurling, and 150 games later, and he's still getting three points in play in the country. It's incredible. Like, and, and he played very well as well at the weekend. And he got three points in play, three beauties. And like even you know in injury time, like in the g- you know when the game was in the melting pot, you know he was still going strong. Um, you know for for thirty nine year old, uh, he was he was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing, especially at a senior A level. You know you see lads going well playing for second teams, yeah, or playing in the junior yeah. ranks, but you know you're playing in the senior football grade in Cork, effectively you know, across the two senior grades. He's still playing, still doing yeah, it. Yeah. Sa- so sa- savage going, but I don't keep a grudge. Uh, Michael Hurley getting a getting a podcast gong of the week for uh, <laughs> yeah. for, for especially that first half. I just so it was. I suppose what impressed me about Michael yesterday was that he just was so direct. He got the ball. He backed himself. Yeah, yeah. And if you look back in the yeah. quarterfinal, when Balancholic had levelled it up against Castlehaven, it was Michael yeah. got an absolute wonder point down in the corner to put the Haven back ahead That's for a couple right, of yeah. minutes to go, and they pushed on after that. So he's he's having a great season. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. He, was, he was on Mark really on Sunday, yeah. So um, yeah, he'll be hoping for a similar performance in the, in the final against Neo. No pressure in the final. And what about team of the week, lads? Uh, I I think Castlehaven just because they're playing the team that have beaten them in the last two semi-finals. 
heading into a final. Quality of their performance yeah, as well. Yeah, so you know, they, they got to the 2020 final, like Barry said, it wasn't played for whatever, eight months, and then they underperformed that day. They left a lot of scores behind them, and you'd hate for them to be thinking that was a missed opportunity and they haven't had a chance to put it right. Um, so I, I think all things being equal, the way they responded was, was very good. And yeah, I'd agree with that. The only other club I think our team, Donny's kicking one nineteen in the county semi final was excellent as well. Any other weekend you'd be nearly in yeah, just yeah. that you know one nineteen is nearly a hurling score. Uh, very 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 good going, and I'd be interested to see can they in what will be a tough yeah potentially Dower Derby now in the final in a few weeks time can they try and replicate that that shooting you know yeah, and go a long way to winning if they can absolutely yeah and we'll move from football to hurling. So we're really down to the business end now. Yeah. Obviously, before we get to the county finals, there's a, a semi final <laughs> to be replayed. Yeah. We were lauding Bright Rovers last week for well, a fantastic uh, penalty shootout winning three yeah. Logan saves, but they have to re- replay that match against Blarney well, on Saturday afternoon. It, it would have been a lot handier if they just called the hall after 60 minutes last week and said, let's go for a replay. No one deserves to lose uh, an extra time of penalties. We're here again anyway. Um, uh, I suppose, as most people know, Blarney lodged an objection because Bright Rovers had 16 players on the pitch towards the end of extra time when they won the free that got them the equaliser that sent the game to penalties. There was a full inquiry by the Competitions Control Committee of the County Board last Thursday night. They spoke to the match officials, they spoke to people from both clubs. I think it was about a two and a half hour meeting. Uh, it was very late when things finished up in Park Creeve, so much so that a decision didn't come until Friday morning. And then it was announced that the game was to be refixed uh, for this Saturday at three o'clock. So I think where people were a bit surprised was that, you know, we didn't really talk about it last week that the extra players on the pitch, it wasn't kind of considered a major issue. Now, to be fair, on Rebels Online, they had referred to it in yeah. the com- commentary. I was looking back over the, uh, rewatching the extra time there, watching the last few minutes over the weekend when the controversy blew up. They did, to be fair, mention, to, uh, mention the fact that Blarney were pointing out to the officials that there were 16 yeah, players on the pitch but it didn't seem a huge topic afterwards I suppose no, you weren't expecting that objection yeah, I don't think anyone there, was there wasn't a, a huge immediate fallout but I suppose Blarney were considering their options yeah, and, yeah which they're entitled to do yeah and just discussing what to do and you know it's come to this now and it's a case of back to zero really for, for Saturday afternoon I suppose Blarney would feel that having given themselves a second chance they have to they back better it take up. it yeah. yeah whereas Bright Rovers probably have this extra motivation of feeling we won the semi final and we win it again. Yeah, so yeah, my championship favourites are still alive and <laughs> <laughs> <Blarney> are, are, <laughs> kicking are back. Yeah, and I suppose yeah. look, they'll probably be able to follow from this over the years to come because no doubt neither club will be a fan of, of the other now as it goes on. It's the nature of these things. But I, I guess Blarney thought it was uh, it was worth objecting. They Bright Rovers did have 16 players on the pitch, so yeah. whatever happens, happens. There uh, should be a huge crowd uh, inside in the park. And the county board, no doubt, under the rules, had no choice but. Uh, yeah, well, mandate a replay, so the rules then are that's there. It, so. Yeah, the rules are, are fairly clear, and Blarney made a strong enough case that uh, the decision was made, and we, we go again. Shin shin. And that's part of a doubleheader with the Premier Junior County Final. Yeah. Catherine's will be strong favourites in that because they're playing a second team, but Aaron's own have Robbie O'Flynn available, as we Well, that, that's it. Team. I don't think Robbie will start, but what a sub to be able to bring on into a, a game that's opened up, you know, for the last. In the park. Yeah, exactly, for the second half or last 20 minutes or whatever. Um, so, you know, you 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 would be making Catherine's favourites, um, and you know, Aaron's own only come up from Junior A last year, a huge effort Which makes it even more impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, and wh- when a, a second team can lose guys at the drop of a hat during the year, um, so t- to get this far, re- really, um, 
really really strong effort by them um and yeah we could be we could be sitting here next next week talking about robbie coming on and scoring a hat-trick of goals something he's done for the senior team like so it'll just be uh it'll be interesting to see from that point of view yeah. for catherine barry it's probably about managing the occasion to a degree and not getting too distracted by robbie Ufflin's presence obviously they'll have a plan whether yeah. he starts or comes on they'll have someone designated to mark him but uh, they also just need to go out and hurl don't they yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like there's been a great buzz down around barry Nord last uh a week or so um, in the build up to the final and like they, they loved their hurling down there you know it wasn't so long ago when they were playing the top flight of, of Cork hurling and they've had a tough spell um, since then yeah they've it's had a, a huge a boost for them yeah it's a huge boost uh, to get into a county final and obviously they'd hope to, to win it now um, you know they've had some really tough games you know they beat Russell Rovers in a, in a pressure game in, in, you know in the, in the group stage and uh, you know they've just uh, built from there and like you know from an Aaron's own point of view like winning the, the junior hurling county last year wasn't really a surprise. Uh, wasn't you know it wasn't really, but well, uh, this year I suppose it is a small bit of a surprise to get to the That's final. Another level up again. Another level up, and uh, you know, and you know, considering the only qualifiers for the knockout stages this year, like uh, you know, on on on, on scoring difference, um, you know, out Green Rangers uh, were the uh, unfortunate team to you just know be squeezed uh, out, just yeah. be squeezed out by own zone, and um, you know they've had some really good wins. They beat Milan in the quarter final. That was a very impressive win over over a good Milan team, and um, and you know they beat Barry Road in 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 the, in the semi final. So you know it should be a great final. Um, that's what Saint Catherine's yeah, would be would be would be favourites given us the yeah, first team. But minor, you know, one it, over the weekend. Yeah, yeah the and they'll benefit too section, from the fact so. that they have a few players in the McKilly panel like Owen Davis, the really good goalkeeper. Uh, Kyle, Kyle Wallace is in there. Daniel Mangan, then they've Sean O'Donoghue as well. Like you know to pop up with scores. So you know I, I think. I think they they'll feel that they should be playing at a higher level than Premier Junior, and they look to show that. On, like on that the, the game is in the balance with fifteen twenty minutes to go, and Bobby uh, Upling comes in to the pitch. You know, um, that's the big question mark isn't <laughs> it, go, go, going into the weekend. But it, it yeah. should be a good occasion. And the fact I suppose Blarney Bright Rovers on before us. You know, we've got, got two good games. After, yeah, yeah, we've got we've got two good games to start there. And then on Sunday, I know obviously Sars Middleton is the main event, but uh, beforehand we have a pretty interesting pairing in the intermediate final Kilworth are there we spoke about them a lot in the last few weeks no one expected them to, to make any dent in the championship really uh, even up their own way because yeah. I know plenty of people up Kilworth are actually fri- friends and family so they, you know, they weren't talking themselves up for the championship but they've quietly gone around their business after a bad start they're in a county final now all the pressure is on Castle Lanes in my view yeah. it's their third county final in four years yeah. favourites every year I would make them favourites again this weekend I think oh, you, you'd have to make them favourites yeah and that like you say that brings us all over pressure, the bar, but there's been pressure on them all year, you know, to get out of the group, to top the group, to, to win their quarterfinal, to win their semi-final. They've met all that pressure so far, and I I would expect them to, to do it again. They have quality quality players all through the pitch. You know, they have guys who've, who've played played on big occasions in the Castellanes jersey and in the Cork jersey, and, you know, Noel Furlong has come in, and he's he's got a bit, he, he's, you know, he, he's done a good job again, and help them kind of come on a step from last year where you're wondering you know i, I spoke to, to conus balan last week at, at the kind of depressed day um and i was saying like after you've been to two finals and then you lose a semi-final are you, regressing, are you fearing that you've gone over the top of the hill and he said of course we were like but you know it just kind of intensifies the, the determination to to show that you're not and they've done very well to do that well, we have a good midfield battle there very say owen carey and uh, alan fenton that should be a cracker around the middle it should be like a, and, and big name players and Liam Wheel as well. They were the midfielder for Kilwart. You well, know, he, season, yeah. he was uh, very good against Ballon Colleague in the semi final. He got three points. Um, but like from 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 Castlines, you know, point of view, that was a 
a huge game in the semi-final against Castle Martin, especially after losing to, to them in, you know, in the semi-final uh, you know, last year. And like they, they really performed um, down in yeah, Middleton. Start to finish, they dominated. Yeah, it was a huge test, test of character and, and, you know, and they passed it. So, um, But look, there was a lot. There is a there is a lot of pressure on them, you know, coming to this this one really, and you know, the kid what they have come under the radar. Um, like no one was talking about them at the start. Of the well, season. They don't want to take their chance, uh, so they're there. Like you know, you know I mean, it's yeah. a long road back to a final yeah. if they don't win on the weekend. Absolutely, and you know, and you know, they can go into this, and you know, they can uh, express themselves, and they can have a go. And do you know what? You know, I think I think they have a, I think they have a good chance. But um, yeah, so the Castle Lions will be will be slight favourites. But I, I I do give Kilwater a very good chance of, of winning this the one. The fact defensively, Castle Lions have Cullen Barry, Cullen Splann, and Niall O'Leary. You, you, you know, yeah. Kilworth will have their work cut out to, to put up a score you know, against Castle Lions there now I suppose it is a big pitch in Parky Grieve you know, there is space there the likes of Noel McNamara and there's the two Sheens are hurling well so but it, look Castle, Castle Lions are favourites you know, Kilworth know the script that's the way it is they've been ripping up the scripts all year so yeah, yeah. they've yeah. them one bit yeah they've been underdogs in every game so. them one no. bit and on to the main event Sars Middleton of all the games of the weekend, you know, we're saying Cat- Catherine's are favourites, we're saying Castle Lions are favourites. Whether they win or not, we'll have to wait and see. But the call of favourites, oh, yeah, it's Milton, isn't cigarette it? paper between them, really. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they they were in the same group. Well, they're in the same group two years running, but they're in the same group in twenty twenty one. They both won their first match and met in the final game to decide who topped the group. And Sars won uh, kind of a shootout that kind of wasn't really Top proper championship yeah. because you had that safety net, but at the same time, it just showed both teams capabilities but Sars won that to get to the semi-final spot didn't get to the final Middleton came through and won the championship so you know there's not a lot between them at all they've they've been the best two teams in the championship that can't be argued with you you mightn't have expected at the start of the year because neither of them got out of the group um, in 2022 which I, I think is the first time that's happened since change the system in any grade in either code like that you have two teams in a final who weren't in the knockout stages the previous year which shows the even nature of the the, the premier senior championship um but but they've both been hugely impressive um they're both both unbeaten and it, it's they're very similar teams aren't they in that like you kind of you're jack o'connor for stars Connerly Hand, they're your yeah. cork, cork level players your standout players your marquee men but very balanced teams other than that dogged defensively yeah, you know, loads of depth. Both both teams yeah, are playing and into mix, able mix to second of teams. kind of two or three generations in each team, and um, yeah, it's it's really difficult. New management yeah. teams on both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I I can't call it, and um, and obviously it's a repeat of the chosen uh, chosen thirteen final when uh, Connolly handed it up and um, Middleton won it. Well, so Middleton won it in twenty thirteen, yeah. and Castlehaven beat Nemo in twenty thirteen. So it might <laughs> might have a repeat of that. That was yeah. that was. 21-year-old Brian Hurley and 21-year-old Conor Lehan and both <laughs> those finals were unstoppable. I Thank suppose, look, for, for, for Stars, obviously getting a handle on Conor Lehan will be part of it anyway, Dennis. Wanted, like, he wasn't amazing in the semi-final in that he didn't put, you know, eight points in play on the board or anything, but he got two brilliant scores of play and he was an unbelievable leader in the second half, I thought. Yeah. And they were behind there yeah, against the Bears. He batted down hatches, put over big freeze. Won it a lot will, of ball. will be a big task and like Stars have plenty of guys who, who you'd, you'd say... Um, would match up well there. Like. Yeah, but... If if you shut down Connolly Hanna, keep Connolly Hanna off the ball, they're still coming up with saying Luke O'Farrell, you know. Yeah. Neither, neither team has won for the, you'll say, oh, if you stop him, you'll, you'll stop the team. And that's what makes it so in- intriguing. Um, like, like, like Sars have Aaron Myers, James Sweeney, Jack O'Connor, um, Daniel Hogan. Um, you know, so 
Yeah, a lot there, of scores like. around the field, like, um, and then you know you've Dan- Daniel Carney in midfield has been he's been playing well. You know he 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 hasn't been grabbing headlines, but he's been good and, and effective in every game. Um, and then you know he, he's up against someone like Mikey Finn, who's played start, age, started yeah. for the first year, but you wouldn't know it to look at him. Like you know he's a real real maturity about him. Yeah, both small and height, great guys to win breaks. Yeah, tough. yeah, yeah. So like all, all over the pitch like that, you you've good battles. Going to the head, I'd be leaning slightly towards Sars, but that's just a gut feel. Yeah, and I suppose they won the league and they've kind of they've, yeah. come, they've come through some real scares along the way, haven't they? And I don't know how much of a difference or a factor it'll be, but to do it for Teddy Mac, I think, might just be the grey in the tips of the scales. Yeah, they haven't been showing anyone about that fact, but of course it's there in the background, his nephew's in goal. So yeah, yeah. Niall's son is in goal so like that that's you know wouldn't it be great I suppose yeah. for them for, for Dominic McCarthy to get his hands on the cup and, yeah know, oh, the year, but of course huge outpouring if, if that happens it's still a county final and it'll still be decided on the day it, ultimately won't yeah, it like that yeah. it's grand to have that type of motive, extra bit of motivation but Middleton they seem kind of a happy camp this year they're hurling well the fact their second team are in the intermediate aid decider is a superb reflection on the effort yeah. that's gone in there um, they're playing with a bit of style and confidence yeah, I went down to their their presser um, at the weekend. Like, and they were very, uh, you know, calm and and uh, relaxed. Really looking forward to the, the, the you know the big day and um, and obviously it helps as well that you know that they flew in the in the county final just you know two years ago when they beat the Glen. So um, it's a familiar uh, yeah, it's familiar territory for them. And, yeah, um, and they were there twenty eighteen and thirteen as well, which I know it's yeah. a bit, bit and like uh, nothing, nothing and new, like new for them. Michal Khan was a goalkeeping coach in shows in twenty one for a fella that never played in goal. Um, so well, he's done um, a good job this he's year. He's done a he's great job. Yeah. I, I I interviewed him on 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 Saturday and he was in great form and you know some guy. Yeah. yeah, it's a very attractive double bill, is, isn't it? You know, yeah. Castle Lane's Kilworth should be a good game and obviously Sars Middleton should be a cracker. So hopefully we get a good Four crowd good in there. Teams, yeah, yeah. Hopefully you get your kind of maybe eight or nine thousand, ten thousand people in the county final day. We normally do in Cork. I, I people bemoan that it's yeah. not the thirty-five thousand of forty years ago, but there's that. If Cork get ten, twelve thousand people at a county You'd final, you'd expect it to be into five figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, that's huge. That's huge going. You know, yeah. There's very few county finals around the country that will draw that type yeah, of crowd. Yeah, there'll into always it, so. be the interest, and you know, someone might be there saying, "God, isn't it terrible?" Whoever wins won't do in the Munster Championship. Cork going nowhere, but they're still coming. That's so all part of it. Once yeah. you pay your money, you're entitled to be yeah, in there, yeah. giving out about the state of Cork hurling and our inability to win Munster Championships. Well, look, there's two good teams there. Whoever does win the final this weekend, hopefully they will push push on in Munster. Thanks very much to Barry and Dennis for joining me this week. You can find us every Tuesday on echolive.ie forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. The Echo Sport Podcast, in association with O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. Kitchens, wardrobes, stores and floors, we supply to your design. Visit osbgroup.ie, our in-branch at Holly Hill and Toker.